Hi, I'm Jordan, and this podcast is for ambitious women who know they're capable of so much more and want the tools and guidance to step up and take charge. Whether it's our mindset, career, business, or personal life, together we are going to journey from mess to success. Enjoy. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Mess to Success podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for episode number 26. We are in another week of podcasting mayhem. So thank you so much for joining me. And I did just want to say to anyone out there who is in lockdown at the moment, I'm pretty sure like most of Australia is in lockdown at the moment. Thoughts are with you. I have been going out of my mind with boredom. However, I do have to acknowledge that, you know, so many businesses out there have been affected. So, you know, my thoughts really are out there with these businesses. And I do encourage anyone listening to this to try and shop local and shop small businesses if you can, because they're the ones that are really suffering through this. You know, like Woolies and Coles, like, mate, click and collect is popping off at the moment. But like your local corner shop, like they're struggling. So let's try and help out in whatever way we can. Um, just yeah in any way that we can so today's episode is is it time to quit your toxic job now disclaimer before we get into this episode I think this is a great topic and I'm so excited to be speaking on this but I am not telling everyone to go out and quit your job okay that's not what this episode is I myself have been in scenarios and have had really toxic jobs before so I'm just speaking from what I know I'm not an expert but this is just what my experience has been and what I've picked up along the way so do what feels best for you okay and again not telling you to quit your job if your job isn't toxic this is just for anyone out there who might recognize um, that their job is getting a little toxic and this is just toxic workplace right we I feel like everyone's probably been in a toxic work environment at least once in their life and if you haven't then you are incredibly lucky because unfortunately there are a lot of toxic work environments out there Uh, so I was I've been in a few toxic work environments unfortunately but that's all right we live and we learn it's fine I'm become a better person from the experience Anyway, um, so yeah, I've been in a few toxic work environments. My most recent work environment was quite toxic. So I am going to be pulling some examples from that throughout today's uh, discussion. But I want to first talk about the effects of a negative workplace because I didn't realize when I myself was in a negative workplace, how much it affected me. I had no idea. I thought, you know, I can handle anything. I'm fine. I'm, I'm not a quitter. Like I can do this. But then once I actually left that toxic job, it has taken me, I've, almost a year out of that job I am only now just coming back to myself like I did not realize how much it had like squashed me down demotivated me just gotten me into a complete rut with who I was who I thought I was what I thought I wanted and as I said I feel like I'm really only coming into my own now that it's been almost a year on a year on like that is crazy like I just kind of thought um, that I was just maturing, if that makes sense. I was like, no, I'm just becoming more subdued because like I'm mature. Like I'm not as ambitious anymore because I'm mature. Like I don't, you know, I don't need to like be rich and famous. I'm happy just having like a nine to five. No, no. Oh my God. No, that was not me. That was not me at all. I have always been ambitious. I've always like wanted more for myself, but when I was in a toxic work environment, I allowed it. And I'm not like blaming the workplace necessarily. It was just the environment and the 
was a lot of contributing factors, but I allowed it to essentially brainwash me into thinking that that was all I deserved and that that was going to be my life. And that was all I had to look forward to. So it really affected me. Not to mention that while I was working there, I suffered from extreme anxiety. Like I had really, really bad anxiety, the worst anxiety I've ever had in my whole life. And I'm going to share this with you guys because I want to be authentic on this podcast, but my hair started to fall out. That's how bad it was. My hair was falling out. So obviously she's fine now. She's looking luscious. She's looking gorgeous. She's growing back. Like that's not a thing anymore, but that was what was happening at the time. And it was freaking scary, man. It was so scary that I was so stressed from my workplace that my literal hair was falling out. Like what the fuck? That was insane. So I'm so glad that I'm not in that space anymore. And that's, again, why I'm so connected to this topic, because I I really empathize with anyone out there who's going through it. So mentally and physically, if you're in a toxic work environment, it is exhausting. It can have so many effects on your mental and physical health. You feel sick at the thought of even going to work. Like you're just filled with dread and not the usual like, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to go to work, like turn the alarm off, but like a full on foreboding, sick to the stomach, don't want to go to work. And I thought it was normal. I accepted it. As part of being an adult to hate my job. I was like, well, you're an adult. What do you expect? Like you, you hate your job. No one likes their job. What? Um, but that was keeping me small. That was keeping me playing small. It was keeping me demotivated and it was keeping me squashed down, anxious, unhappy. And because like, that's what happens. That's how you end up staying in these toxic work environments. And that's how you kind of Like, even though you hate it and you're aware you hate it, that's why you stay because you don't feel worthy to actually move on and have a good working environment. So I actually was so demotivated. I was so just in it at my previous workplace that I literally thought the peak of my career would be getting promoted to a store manager in a retail store. And there is nothing wrong with that job. Not at all. There is absolutely like, that's not what this is about, but I just mean like, I had convinced myself that the epitome of my career would be a, to be a manager. Like what, what? And I like put that up on a pedestal. I was like, yeah, like that's the big promotion. Like that's the big one. That's the, you know, that's what I'm aiming for. If I, oh, area manager, whoo, crazy, crazy career woman over here. So that's, and like, that's what I was convinced of. It was insane. Like I can't even like, I'm saying it out loud right now. And I'm just like, what the F? Like that was not me. Um, so yeah, it really can affect you. It can warp your mindset. It can warp your sense of self. It can warp your self-esteem. It can really have so many effects on you. So now I'm going to talk about signs of a toxic workplace because you might not even realize that you're in one. You might not even realize that your workplace is toxic AF. So that's why we are going to talk about the signs of a toxic workplace. So first things first, uh, lack of empathy lack of empathy. You feel like a cog in the wheel. They don't care about you. You're just one employee of thousands. This is very common with like quite large companies, like franchise companies, or just really, really like, you know, chain companies essentially. Um, because there are so many other people around the world in the company that, you know, the managers that are dealing with you, they might tell you like, you're replaceable. There's no support for mental or physical health and 
you know, these workplaces might even allow customers slash clients to abuse staff and treat staff like shit because customers come first. Now, that was in air quotations. And I've been in a workplace like that and it's bloody awful. Like I remember when I used to work at Hungry Jack's, I would be getting freaking abused in the driveway. Like not driveway, the drive through. I was like the drive through order taker. Like, welcome to Hungry Jack's. Please place your order. Um, that was me. And um, I got I got freaking abused so much. Like, and I was only like 18 at the time. I would be abused. I'd be crying, crying my eyes out because some asshole had just abused the shit out of me, told me I was worthless, told me that I like had a crap job. Mind you, I was at uni at the time. So, so fucking rude. It's like, don't fucking eat here. Anyway, anyway. And I would be crying my eyes out because I'd just been abused and my managers would go out and make me serve them again. They'd make me serve them because, they're, they're, oh, the customer, the go- oh, Ooh, we still gonna, I'm like, kick them out, kick them out. People should not be able to treat your staff like that. If I ever were in a position where I was owning a restaurant or retail store, I don't know, I probably won't. But you know, if I was in a scenario like that and a customer came in and started treating my staff like that, banned for life, banned for life. No one gets to treat people like that. That is not on. So yeah, lack of empathy. That is a big one. You don't deserve that. You deserve to be taken care of. You deserve for your employer to have your back. You know, you, you should be able to trust them. You should be able to trust that they have your back. Uh, so the next thing is breaks. If you don't get your break, red flag, okay? You are entitled to a break. It is the law. It is illegal for them to not give you a break. So if you aren't getting breaks, please look up. Like I obviously, again, not a lawyer, not a whatever. Just look it up, please. There are laws. You have to have a break. And if they are not giving you a break or if they're only giving you like a 10 minute break for an eight hour day of work, mm -mm, not on. There are rules about this. So please protect yourself and just check up on it. You deserve a break. There is a reason that it is the law to have a break. People can't be standing on their feet for that long or be working on a computer for that long. It's not good for you. Like I've heard that sitting is the new smoking. So if you're working at a desk and you think, oh, but I'm sitting down all day. Like I can just work and not have a break. No, you need to get up, walk around, move your body. Like you need a break. Okay. Please take a break. Um, and you know, I've been in workplaces where taking a break was frowned upon because like, oh, we're busy and you're going to go and take your lunch break. Like, yeah, I'm fucking hungry. Um, so like, and that's not just one workplace. I've had about two or three workplaces where it's been like that, you know, where I've been like, I used to work in Subway and it would just be me and one other girl. And it's like, if I, and I would be like the supervisor, mind you, I was literally 17. I was 17 and I was running this Subway store and I'd be with like a 15 year old girl, be me and a 15 year old. And if I wanted to go on break and it got busy, too bad, so sad. Like I just had to stop my break and I had to help out because I'm not going to leave a 15 year old on their own with like a million customers in the store. Like, and you just had to deal with it and it sucks. Like it's not on and management didn't want to hear about it. They would just blame you for it. They're like, oh, it's your responsibility to make sure you get a break. And it's like, but you can't anyway. Anyway, so another area that is a massive red flag is fear. So you might be scared to make a mistake. You should never be scared to make a mistake. And don't get me wrong. Like, I say that and I'm like a full on perfectionist. So I'm always scared to make a mistake. But what I mean by that is that you shouldn't be scared of the repercussions of making a mistake. Like I understand if you're like a perfectionist or you have high standards and you don't want to make a mistake for that reason. But at the end of the day, if you're, if you're learning a role, if you're learning a new skill set, you're going to make mistakes. We're human. Okay. It's only natural. So you shouldn't be scared of making a mistake. They shouldn't make you feel like this fear and anxiety around doing your job and making mistakes like that is you just can't live like that. And 
If you make a mistake and they blame you for not being good enough, not trying hard enough, whatever, it's actually not your fault. Maybe it's their fault because they didn't train you properly. Did they ever think about that? Because that's something that I learned. Because when I was in previous jobs and I made a mistake, I blamed myself. I was like, I'm crap. I didn't do this good enough. I am just a shit worker. When in reality, did they train me properly? Did they show me what to do? Did they take the time out of their day to make sure that I was sufficiently trained in that area so I wouldn't make mistakes? And if I did make a mistake, did they then take the time to train me afterwards? Like, just think about it like that. Okay, also, I'm so sorry if you can hear my neighbor's dog barking. She's a puppy. Um, she's really cute, but yes, she is. She, Yeah, she's just having, having a good time. Anyway. <laughs> oh, her name's Molly, by the way. Anyway, so this is a, another one. No recognition. You never get rewarded for your hard work and your hard work is just the expectation. However, if you make even the smallest mistake, it's like the biggest thing in the world. This drives me nuts because how are people meant to work and know that they're doing a good job if they're not actually getting any kind of recognition? And I just think it's like, you you need to recognize your staff. You need to praise your staff for their achievements. Your staff, yes, you may be paying them, but that doesn't mean they don't deserve recognition and praise when they do a good job. So I actually have a story from my old workplace and this, it still kind of makes me laugh. So at my old workplace, like a lot of people were pretty unhappy to be there because of just the environment, the culture. And, you know, people would be pretty like, like pissed off at work, you know, like they'd not want to be there. You know, they'd be unhappy. They'd be visibly irritable and like snappy. But I was I'd, like, I tried to never be like that because that's just not who I am. Like I'm a very positive person. Like I'm always energetic. I've always got like, you know, one coffee and I'm like b- bouncing off the walls. And I've always been like that. Even in a toxic work environment, I was still like that. So, you know, always very smiley, always very happy to see everyone. And I had this manager who treated me like shit, like absolutely just was so rude to me so patronizing condescending snappy yelled at me had like ridiculous expectations and was just oh like just just so so nasty and I just was kind of like well if this person is going to be so nasty to me then I'm not going to go to the effort to be like my bubbly self around them I'll just kind of tone it down and when I say this I mean it wasn't like I was like mean to them I just mean I didn't turn on my bubbliness because at the end of the day it is a choice to be like bubbly and like friendly you know what I mean like I don't have to be this way I can just be fucking miserable and like sit there like with a face of a slapped ass if I want to but I don't because I like being happy I like smiling at people and making people laugh so I just thought you know what this person doesn't deserve my happy demeanor I'm not going to waste it on this person I'm going to save that energy reserve and give it to people that actually appreciate it so this person does not get happy Jordan she gets just normal Jordan and normal Jordan isn't a bitch she was just doesn't smile as much and doesn't really put as much effort into conversation anyway this manager literally pulled me aside and actually yelled at me and said that I was um being rude to them that I was treating them differently to anyone else that and like fully fully had a go at me and like screamed at me because I didn't like I wasn't as friendly to them and I literally had to turn around to them and say like no joke you get what you freaking give why should I be nice to you why should I smile at you why should I extend the energy to try and be your friend when you've made it so abundantly clear that you think I'm a fucking idiot it was it was amazing I felt so strong and I usually don't talk back to managers so in that moment when I said you get what you give I was like "Mm, snap take that 
anyway, she left not that long after. And in the end, I actually like we ended up talking and she also hated it. She also hated working there and felt like it was really toxic. So by the end of it, we kind of like made up if that like we smoothed things over because we we're both just like a victim of this shit workplace. You know, like she was just doing what management told her. And then I was copying that anyway. Um, so the next thing you want to avoid in a toxic workplace is guilt tripping. Oh, I can't stand this. So they might guilt trip you to not leave. Like, oh, we can't, you can't leave right now. Like, just wait until we get the new highs. Oh, you can't go on holidays right now. So-and-so's on maternity leave. You can't do this to us. Oh, you can't have a sick day because um, we're understaffed and we need you. Oh, you can't go on break right now because we're really busy. Mm-mm, 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 nah. They can't guilt trip you like that. You deserve a break. You deserve to leave on time. You deserve to go on holidays, okay? Like guilt tripping, mm, piss off with that. Like it's so annoying. Shouldn't be a thing. So yeah, those were some of the, (laughs) I guess, red flags, toxic behaviors of toxic workplaces. I did kind of use a lot of examples from my own past, I guess. And I hope that was kind of helpful for you guys. So now that I've told you a few of the red flags of a toxic workplace, I want to tell you what the business reality of today is. So I am, I work in like professional development, which basically is corporate training. So my company trains other companies to be better and treat their staff better and like perform better. So I kind of know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Anyway, and literally it is a fact that it costs 2.3 times the salary of a staff member to replace that staff member. So if you fire a staff member or if a staff member leaves to replace that staff member, it's going to cost that company two and a half times that person's salary. So when they say, oh, you're replaceable, everyone's replaceable, like you're a cog in the wheel, you're not. Because even though they might like to pretend that they don't need you and you need them, it's the other way around. They need you so much more than you need them. Think about how long it took you to get fully trained and fully competent in your job. Some jobs, like it's easy, you can pick it up within a month. But other jobs, it can take six months to a year, sometimes even longer, to be fully trained in a role. Even like a manager at Hungry Jacks. Like to be a manager at Hungry Jacks, you have to go through so much training. You have to essentially be a crew member for however many years and then get selected for management and then you have to be training as a manager for like a year before you're even a manager and that's a hungry jacks freaking manager so yeah it is expensive to replace people so don't let them be like oh you're replaceable no you're not you're not you're gonna cost them money if you if you leave they're gonna be in a shit position like that that they don't want you to leave for that exact reason and there are more jobs on the market right now than any other time i mean actually i don't know if like you know back in the medieval times or whatever like i don't I just saw it on TikTok. Anyway, um, but yeah, I saw on TikTok that there are more jobs on the market now than ever before. And I believe it because we are hiring at the moment at my work and we have been struggling to fill this role. It's completely different. Like the job market is completely different right now than how it was last year. So if you hate your job, if you're working in a toxic job environment, leave. Oh my gosh, you have the upper hand. You have the upper hand, okay? And the thing is, nice workplaces exist. Good workplaces do exist. And I know that sometimes it's hard to believe when you work in a toxic, when you work in a toxic work environment and your friends might work in a toxic work environment and all you hear is all of this, you know, negativity, but trust me, good workplaces exist. I'm so fortunate right now that I do work in a good workplace. My team is supportive. They let me take breaks if I need, like, it's just, 
it shocks me how supportive they are. You know what I mean? So trust me, it is out there and you deserve to work in a workplace like that. And we need to let these toxic workplaces know that what they do is not acceptable and that if they carry on that way, they do not have staff because they don't deserve staff. So if you are in a toxic work environment or and you can't leave, first of all, I encourage you to leave. As I said, there are more jobs on the market right now than any other time and you just need to believe in your own magic. You know what I mean? However, however... I do understand what it's like. I do understand, you know, people might have families, they might have bills, they might have, I don't know, there's a lot of reasons why people might not want to leave a toxic job. So I'm going to list some ways that you can kind of manage that and you can kind of, I don't know, just work it to the best of your ability, basically. So set boundaries, take your break, leave on time, you deserve it. And if they say, oh, but you never used to do this, well, say, well, that's the new me. What are you going to do about it? Going to fire me? They won't, like they won't, trust me. Um, Set boundaries. You deserve to go on a break. You deserve to finish on time. And if they want to arc up at you and say, oh, well, you used to stay back, you used to do all of this extra, then what's it matter to you anyway? It's a toxic ass workplace. So like, why should you be giving them anything extra? Now, a support system. So when you are working in a toxic work environment, you don't want to go around and being like a negative Nancy. And don't get me wrong, I definitely did this in my previous workplaces. Like I just loved a bitch fest. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I loved it. Um, But I have since realized that that's just not, it just, it doesn't help. It really doesn't help. So what I would suggest doing is pick one person one person. So we all deserve to have a vent. We all deserve to have a bitch. I'm not saying to cut that out completely. I don't think I could. I don't think I could. But just pick one person in the workplace that you limit your bitching to, if that makes sense. So that way it's not spreading around. You're not being known as the negative Nancy. You're not being like, you're not drawing the negative like energy to you from everyone else. You've just got one person and that's like your venting slash ranting person. Um, So yeah, avoid the negativity, Uh, find an outlet. Work is not your whole life. You can have a whole ass life outside of work. You can just go to work, collect your check and go home. Of course, like it is really nice to have a fulfilling job and to go to work and be super fulfilled by what you do, but that's not for everyone. People have different priorities. So find an outlet. Work work can just be what you do to pay your bills and then your your life starts when work ends. So like find a hobby, something that you enjoy outside of work um, if work is really unfulfilling for you. And the last thing is remember how magic you are. You are literally amazing. As I said, if they want to replace you, it's going to cost them two and a half times your salary. Remember that because you are literally amazing. Okay. Okay. And they need to realize that. So yeah, I hope that helped. I hope that was entertaining for you guys. And again, disclaimer, I'm not an expert. I'm not telling you all to go and quit your jobs. This is just my experience. And I thought it might be able to help you guys. Moving on to the next segment of the podcast, and that is guilty pleasures. So we are smart. We are ambitious. We are crushing it in our dreams, in our mindset, but we are real freaking people and we have guilty pleasures uh, and we like to talk about it. So my guilty pleasure this week is the Love Island UK new season series seven. If you are watching it, oh my God, please don't spoil me. I'm super behind. I only started it like a week ago and I know that like where they're up to on TV is way past me and I keep getting spoiled guys. I keep getting spoiled with Love Island and it's driving me nuts. I'm trying to like speed watch it now so I can stop getting spoiled. Anyway, I freaking love it. It's such a good show. It's my ultimate guilty pleasure show and I just really like it. Okay. 
And if you don't know what Love Island is, basically it's a reality TV show that is set in this like gorgeous tropical house and there are single, hot, sexy singles in a house and they have to try and couple up and like fall in love and make it to the end. But like new people are constantly being added to the house. So it's like the temptation and then other people are being like, like voted out, not voted out, but you know, kicked out or not kicked out. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, it's a great show. Love it. There's drama. And the UK version is just so good. Like I love the accents. I love like the chat and the banter. Like it's just so entertaining. Anyway, it's a great show. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to follow me on Instagram at Jordan K Creative. Please also feel free to join my Facebook group, the Mess to Success Community. And all of my stuff will be linked down below. I hope you enjoyed and I will be back in your ears. Oh, wait, before I do that, please rate the podcast five stars. Please do that. Please. It's really helpful. Give me a review, a nice one or a mean one. But please don't give me a mean one. Just give me a nice one and repost this on your story. Share it to anyone who might benefit from this. If you know someone else who is in a toxic job, just send it to them and be like, girl, leave. Anyway, I'll be back in your ears next Wednesday. Bye.